So um, on the 4th of February, 1948, Sri Lanka became independent from the British. Um, the, since um, independence, the Tamils were treated as third-class citizens overnight as the British left the power in the hands of the Sinhalese. In 1969, my parents met and married. My mother is of mixed Sinhalese and Berger background and my father is Tamil. He was the only one of his 12 siblings who married um, a non-Tamil. In July 1983, um, Sri Lanka had a systematic form of genocide after 13 Sri Lankan soldiers were killed by the, um, uh, in the, uh, sorry, were killed. It is commonly known as Black July, um, or by the Tamil diaspora, that's what it's kind of known, but it was ethnic riots, basically. The riots were rooted in um, ethnic tensions um, between Sri Lanka's majority Sinhalese and minority Tamil population. Um, so governments were, it was systematic, the governments were behind it, they provided electoral lists to, um, I guess what we refer to them as the thugs, um, to, you know, go and loot, kill, um, you know, people that were living in houses, owned businesses in Colombo, um, that, were, that were identified as Tamil. It was organised by the government and is what began the country's civil war, which lasted 26 long years. Tamil shops and houses were singled out and looted um, and burnt, while many Tamils were murdered. It is reported that the death toll was over 4,000 and displaced 150,000 Tamils. Um, so I remember seeing burning houses, factories, shops, cars and even tyres with people inside as we drove to my uncle's house. I was five years old. The punk, sorry, every now and then, even though I've said this story so many times, I still, it still gets me. The pungent smell of burning flesh and hair was stronger than the smell of burning tyres, If just to give you a visual of what it was like for me. In 1984, my parents um, and I migrated to Australia as my mother's two sisters were already living in Australia, so we were um, able to migrate quite quickly because we had family here. Um, in high school, um, I had a friend called Lakshmi, and um, Lakshmi was also of Tamil background, but she was um, of Indian origin and from Singapore. Um, her mother taught Bharatanatyam, which is like a really traditional Indian Sri Lankan dance. And her dad played the tabla around Perth at various concerts. Lakshmi was cool and popular at school. And um, I guess for me growing up Sri Lankan, but not really, you know, I guess identifying in the same way, it was something I kind of, you know, I just looked up to, I guess. Um, so I went to the Hindu temple one day with Lakshmi um, for this festival called Namratri. I thought it was a good opportunity for me to um, find out more about my dad's um, religion as he was Hindu after all. I dressed up in my pavada, which was like a traditional outfit, um, which young girls wore at that time. Like it was like a two-priest dress, like a mini sari is kind of what it translates to. Um, and actually, I don't even know why I even had one in my wardrobe because I never wore it until then really. Um, and the visit to the temple was frankly my 15-year-old mind really boring. Um, I did not understand the songs or the bhajans that were being sung or why we were even singing them. Then I saw this really good-looking guy um, and my interest moved on to him. <laughs> I managed to find out who he was and, well, the rest was history. Um, Harry and I um, had a secret relationship for about three months, but I was always made to feel conscious of the fact that my family, um, namely my mother, would never, ex namely his mother, should I say, um, would never accept the relationship as I was only half Tamil. This made no sense to me um, as I was brought up in a household not knowing different ethnicities, 
Um, I just knew my dad was Tamil and my mother was Sinhalese, Burger, and they were both committee members of the Sri Lankan Association. One afternoon, I rang Harry up on his home line because there was no such thing as mobiles back then. Totally get the whole MSN thing. Um, and his mother picked up and I just hung up because, you know, it was secret after all, right? A few minutes later, um, our, lang, our, our landline rang and I knew, and I knew it was my, her. I knew it was her, his mum. But I had to pick up. She screamed down the phone at me, telling me to leave her son alone and we cannot ever be together as I was not Tamil. And a lot of other stuff, I'm sure, but yeah, I can't quite remember what exactly. My mother saw my face and probably heard the screaming on the phone and asked what happened. I reluctantly told her. My mother was furious, which further confused me. What did all of this mean? My father was Tamil. We had returned to Sri Lanka on holiday like four times by then. Um, at, so I felt a very strong connection to my um, birthplace. But why did I feel so disconnect, disconnected? Why had my parents never explained to me the differences between the ethnicities or taught us the different cultures or my language or the different languages? This began my quest and my hunger and my passion to learn about who I was. When I was 26, I decided to go to Canada. Many of my father's family had moved there after the riots in 1983. I thought this would help me in finding out more about my Tamil heritage. I met a lot of family, um, like something like 36 cousins, I think um, I counted, on my dad's side. Um, and it was nice to know I had such a large family, which I knew, never knew before. But strangely, I felt even more disconnected. I could not read or speak the language or relate to their hardship and settling in their new country and definitely not their experience in how they travelled from Sri Lanka to Canada. All of them had been via illegal means because of the um, government at the, you know, in Sri Lanka. With the help of my oldest aunt, I drew a family tree to help me understand who I was and where I fit in. And I came to realise that my father, being the oldest brother and choosing to marry outside of the Tamil community, was in fact quite unthinkable and would have been quite heart-rendering for my paternal grandmother at the time. While my dad's family loved and accepted me for the bloodline we shared, I was an outsider to them and I felt it. I returned home back to Australia having more questions, frustrations and resentment towards my parents. Why did they teach, why did they, sorry, why didn't they teach me more about my ethnic and, and the political tensions in Sri Lanka? Why didn't they continue to speak Sinhalese or Tamil even after we moved to Australia? My father became quite sick shortly after I returned. He had three minor strokes which led him um, to being diagnosed with dementia eventually. My husband and I got married during this time and I made the decision to keep my maiden name, which is Sivraja, as I felt I needed to do this for my father and also for myself and maintaining um, sorry, um, the link to my father's heritage. The next few years were a real struggle for my mum as my father deteriorated in his health and mental capacity, my husband and I being the main form of support. In November 2016, my father passed away. When I wrote his eulogy, I realised that my father was a great man who will be remembered for his integrity and his compassion, his wisdom, his courage and his character, not his ethnicity. On April 2000, and, sorry, in April last year, on Easter Sunday, my um, island home transformed into a war zone yet again. 
after Sri Lanka had six bombings by cowardly terrorist group. At this point still, the death toll is still unknown, but they predict that it was almost 300 people that had died. The whole world was shocked, saddened and disgusted by the despicable acts of barbarism on a day meant for reflection and celebration as it was Easter. The difference is 30 years on from Black July, people came together to help their fellow Sri Lankans in whatever way they could. Mothers volunteering to breastfeed orphan babies, thousands of people donating blood within a few hours of the bomb attacks, Buddhist monks saying they didn't need um, you know, these Buddhist celebrations that happen in July normally, instead helping to build, rebuild the churches, and the Muslims opening up their mosques to Christians to pray until their churches were rebuilt and the Sri Lankan um, clerics in the Muslim community declaring that they would not accept the bodies of the suicide bombers, nor will they be farewelled in, um, in the mosques. You can take away our hotels, but you cannot take our hospitality. You can take away our churches, but you cannot take our faith or values. You can take our people, but you cannot take our humanity. We are one country, one nation, Today we cry together, but tomorrow we will again rise up together because we are Sri Lankan. My name is Anju Devi Sivraja. I am Tamil, Sinhalese and Berger. I am Christian and Hindu, a follower of Buddhism and Islam. My motherland is a pearl of the Indian Ocean, the paradise called Sri Lanka. I am today and always will be proudly Sri Lankan born and Australian raised. Thank you.